Welcome to Manifest Like a Mother. I'm Rochelle Bohannon, mom of three, transformational life, business, and energy coach, motivational speaker, and dance party obsessed spiritual activator. I'm going to show you how to align your energy so you can create the life you know you're meant for. Each week, we dive into thoughts, habits, strategies, and practical tips that will help you get out of your own way, become a match for what you want, and most importantly, feel confident and energized as you take each next step. There's a paradigm we're shifting here, and this is so much bigger than business coaching. It's a complete activation in the way we show up as women and mothers who say yes to living alive. My mission is to help you trust yourself, hear your higher power homies guiding you, connect wildly to your soul, and break through everything that's holding you back right now from your true potential. Are you ready to manifest like a mother? Let's do this. Hi, friends. All right, I'm really excited to dive into this topic today. I don't think I've ever done a podcast episode that is so clearly for this purpose. Now, I have a lot of episodes that are going to address some of the things that I talk about here uh, that maybe will elaborate a little bit more on some of the things that I suggest that I invite you to do in and around this topic, starting a coaching business or and or stepping all into your coaching business, launching a uh, a new uh, leg of your coaching business, right? Like pivoting into you've been coaching one way, you're, you want to step into something else, it's not something a little bit fresher, just a, a slight pivot, a total 180, right? Wherever you're at, I've had so many conversations recently and I've seen so many conversations recently. I have had people that have come in to work with me in and around this topic, like finally ready to do the freaking thing like to do the thing. And so I wanted to create this episode, not only to support you today right now, but also to have this because so often I'm like popping in with XYZ, whether it be usually with clients, obviously, right? Or people in my programs and my Facebook group, but also, you know, just in my network. And I really wanted to create this as a resource that I could send to you if you're in this place of wanting to go all in on your coaching business, wanting to launch, like again, wanting to pivot, wanting to do, like just do the freaking thing, okay? So here's the thing that I want to start with is that like you've probably Googled or consumed a lot of freebies if you're in this stage of like, I really want to do this, but blank, right? But I don't know how, but I'm not ready, right? There's a lot of things you're probably saying to yourself and maybe you're saying both of those things, all of it, right? And a lot of information is available to you for free out there. So I just want you to kind of keep that in mind as I'm jamming out with you about how to do this, like how to actually get into a space where you are... A coach, coaching people, helping people, making money doing that, creating a business that serves your vision, your lifestyle, your season of motherhood, uh, who you are as a human being and a soul on this planet. And also what I want to say, too, to preface any advice I ever give you is that this is, advice isn't the only advice that could work for you, right? Like, this is, like, what I'm sharing with you isn't, like, the exact way that I, I think everybody should do it. I don't teach formulas. I don't teach frameworks. I stay very, very far away from those as often as I can. Yes, sometimes I might be like, oh, do one, two, step one, two, three, try this on, right? And, but I don't love frameworks and formulas. And side note, this is something that trips people up when they want to start a coaching business. They think they have to have a perfect method, a perfect framework, a perfect formula that's going to be like world changing, groundbreaking, super like unique to the world, right? And this is a block that comes up for a lot of people. And 
It's one that I experienced years ago too. So, but what I do teach, what I do love, what I do believe in, what I do insist on, what I do invite you to make sure that you are implementing for you, not just in your business, but in your life, are foundations. So everything that I'm about to share with you is through a foundational lens. Like we could have, you know, 10 variations of step one, right? Like we could have 10 variations uh, of step two, like infinite, really, truly, if we want to like get crazy with it. But there could be a lot of different ways to do what I'm about to share that I think you should do if you want to start a coaching business. Um, and so I just want to like teach it through that lens. I want to share this information through that lens. Like this isn't like you have to do this and this and this, and then you will be successful. And I think that that is something that I know that is something that trips everybody up at some point. And we want to think of everything and planning and strategic things in, in such a linear lens. And the reality of it is, is that you can't, even if I gave you a perfect five-step plan to a T, it's probably going to need and demand to be tweaked over time, whether it be over the next month, whether it be over the next six months, whether it be over the next year. Like we are evolving humans. Like we are evolutionary people and beings and creatures. And so is like the world and things shift and things ebb and flow and there are cycles. And we have to know that that is something that you can't deny. And I think too many people are trying to deny that when they start coaching businesses, when they start any business, any business, forget coaching, but any business, right? So this episode is for you if you want to help people, if you want to help guide people, if you want to teach a little bit, maybe uh, I'm going to get into like some of my thoughts around coaching versus consulting also too, because the lines are blurred and the waters are muddy and everybody's confused. And I'm not even saying that we need to clear it up. I'm just saying that we need to call it out so that we can make better decisions as coaches ourselves and also as coaches who are likely going to want to hire other coaches and mentors and then also consultants to then support us in our businesses too right? Little tangent, but we're going to get into it a little bit later. So here's what I want to invite you to do. If you are wanting to start or launch or go all in, whatever, you're like ready to do the freaking thing in your business. You're ready to become a coach. You've been thinking about it. Maybe you think about it for a couple weeks. Oh my gosh. Maybe you've been thinking about it for a couple years. That's what I did. And I'm really grateful that I waited. I'm I, there's, it's all perfect. It's, it's fine. It's, it's, everybody's got their own path. I was so much more equipped by the time I did it. And I also simultaneously still wish that maybe I had done it a little bit sooner because it was so fun once I jumped in and it wasn't that hard. And it was something that I knew I was meant for, for a long time. And there was a part of me that was tortured because I waited. I can say that while also saying that it was perfect that I waited, right? Like those two statements and those two beliefs and those two truths for me can totally exist at the same time simultaneously. But I don't want you to wait as long as I did necessarily. I, and I want to insist that you don't have to. Uh, I, but I also, at the same time, on the flip side of that, I believe everybody's got their perfect path and their perfect timeline. So maybe you're not ready for this. And maybe you're going to take this and listen to it now and listen to it in a couple months. And then maybe, you know, next year you'll launch your coaching business and it'll all be perfect. So I just want to invite you, though, to really allow yourself to step in to the vision of you helping other people. 
being a light, shining your light, using your 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 influence, using your knowledge, using your experiences, using also your uh, your love and integrity for yourself and your family and the world, and the shifts that you want to change to see and the, and the changes you want to see happening and the paradigms that you want to be a part of rewriting in this in this world on this planet. I want you to hold that as sort of like a beacon of light for you as you're navigating this episode and then beyond, like the action steps that you take beyond. And I also want to invite and challenge you to listen to this episode and then also do something about it afterward. Because information is not enough. Like you can't just consume information and then expect your life to change and expect your business to change, and expect your reality to change, and expect your financial situation to change, and expect blank, whatever you want to change, to change, right? You have to take action. You have to show up for it. So I want to invite you and challenge you and dare you to show up for it for the remainder of, let's just say this week. Like, see what happens. And you're not going to want to stop, by the way. If you're like, I'm going to go next level with how I take action after this episode, You're going to do it and you're going to be like, damn, I can keep going. And that's what I want from you. That is all like at the heart and soul of it all. That's what I want from you. Okay. So let's dive in. So here's the thing. And also too, like, I just want to say this, like, I'm going to give you all this information in an order. Like you might want to take notes. Um, you might want to come back and listen, right? Like I like to do both. And like, this isn't like step one, step two, step three. This isn't linear. Like none of this is linear. Some of it might feel linear. And if it does, it's perfect for you. That's your perspective. And that's, yes, it is. That's your truth. For others, it might not, like, I don't want you to get stuck in like the rigidity. And I also want you right now to take a deep breath and unclench your jaw and give yourself a little smile. And I'm so proud of you for diving into this episode. I'm so, so, so proud of you. And I just want you to know that. I know what it's like to want to coach. I know what it's like to want to launch something. Coaching was not my first business, but it was my first idea. It was this, like this, when I dove into the world of entrepreneurship, I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to like connect with people and love them and help them and support them and insist that they can in the most loving, non-aggressive, you know, non-masculine way. And I didn't even have words for so much of it. And that's why it took me a while to launch. Uh, my coaching business, and I chose a different business first, was really successful in that. Um, and But like there was this feeling, this energy of it, and I couldn't put a lot of words to it. So likely you're experiencing something like that too. Or maybe you have words. Maybe you've consumed freebies. Maybe you've dove, you've dived into, dove, dive, whatever. You Maybe you've consumed a lot of stuff and you're like, but I just want to do it now. Like I just want to do it. I'm ready. So what I'm about to share with you is going to help you not just be ready because you're already there right now. It's going to help you actually bring this to life. Um, I, I always like to say, like, you have a vision and I will help you make it happen. And I'm not going to give you a perfect strategy, but I am going to lay it all out there for you and be like, here, it's not that big of a deal. You're making it harder than it needs to be. So let's dive in. Finally, for real this time. So the first thing I want to invite you to do, if you want to start a coaching business, I don't care what kind of a coach you want to be. I don't care if you want to be a life coach or a business coach or a health coach. I mean, let's be real though. Like if you don't have any business experience, you're going to have to pull something out. Like there's so many layers and I'm going to touch on this toward the end too. But like 
you're not a business consultant if you don't have any business experience. If you have previous experience from a uh, like a marketing job or whatever, like lead with that. I just want to like side note invite you to do that because everybody wants to go into business because everybody thinks it's more profitable. And that can be true for some, but it's not true for I know people that do not coach around business that make great, great impact and great, great income because they followed their own true north. So whether you want to be uh, a life coach, uh a business coach, a health coach, a parenting coach, uh, insert whatever you can. And here's another side note too. You can be whatever kind of coach you want to be. Did you know that? You can be whatever kind of coach you want to be. The best kind of coach you can be is the one that your soul actually wants to be. Okay. So please use that as one of your filters as you're deciding what to do and how to do it and who to serve and working on your ideal client and all that, all that jazz, right? But the first thing I want to invite you to do is I want to invite you, no matter what kind of a coaching business you want to start, I want to invite you to do one of two things or both. Both is great too. This is like the first section. I want you to get coached yourself, get freaking support or, and, or join a coaching certification program. Now I will tell you this, you know, a lot of people who go through a lot of well-known, well-respected coaching programs. And I think there's a time and a place for everybody to become certified in something down the road, right? Like not always in the beginning. You don't need it. You do not need it. Some people do. Like like some people genuinely, that's aligned for them. But I can't tell you how many people that I have worked with that had one, two, three, four, five, 25. I'm exaggerating on 25, but like, I'm not even joking. I've had people come to me with like five certifications and they still don't have a business. They've still never had a client and they've invested a lot of time and energy and they still aren't doing the freaking thing. So both of these options are great, but you have to take action with it. You have to do the thing. You have to get coached and supported in order to step outside of your comfort zone. Not everybody. Some of you can listen to this episode and like you can be like, excuse me, you can do the thing on your own. And also life is better when you're not alone. Just a little side note there for you. So like we can, we all can, but is that the healthiest way? Maybe not. You can still get results. So And also too, if you want to become a coach from an integrity and authenticity standpoint, if you're sitting here and you have an idea, let's just say you want to become a health coach, you've had a health transformation. This was my story that I didn't act on to its fullest potential. I went like 50%. I had some health coaching clients, loved it. I do some of that now too, by the way, in my current coaching. Like I am not as as, um, niched to business as I once was, and I love that. Everybody's got to just follow their own path, right? But the point that I want to make is that if you you want to be a coach, let's say you want to be a health coach, and you're not receiving coaching yourself, like you've never been coached, like, of course you don't know how to run a coaching business because you don't even know what it looks like from the position of being a client. So that's, of course, that's going to feel like 
not impossible. Of course, that's going to feel funky to you. Of course, of course, it's going to feel off because you've never been coached. And so you're like, well, I don't know how to, of course, like you don't know how because you've never seen anybody do it for you coaching you, right? So get coached yourself, get support, get somebody in your corner, get somebody to help you like literally let the ideas flow through you, somebody to just give you energetic support and also help to guide you to your true north in doing it your way. In doing it your, your way. You're going to have to have a really gnarly filter on with this one because a lot of people are going to tell you that they can coach you to start a coaching business, but they're going to give you a formula. They're going to give you step-by-step. They're going to tell you to go do this one thing, and you're going to be like, I don't want to do it that way. And they're going to be like, well, this is the way. And that's why a lot of people suffer and struggle for a long-ass time, okay? So, and or get certified in something. Get certified in something. Immerse yourself in understanding how to help create and facilitate transformations for people and how to hold space for people. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to go get certified as a coach. You can get certified in something else, in yoga or in, you know, whatever. Like, it doesn't actually really matter. It That can help you create this, like, well, I, for some people, for a lot of people, it won't. Definitely not. I've seen way, I've seen more people that it doesn't do this, by the way, than it does, but it could. I want to invite you to be one of the unicorns. Like, you get a certification, you invested in it, and then you're like, well, I invested in this. So I'm actually going to actually go and teach this. And I'm actually going to go and create a business around this because I have invested in myself, like investing in yourself too, right? Like, and if you want to be a coach and if you want people to invest in you, but if you're not investing in yourself, that's, I mean, I don't really need to use words like, right? Like that just like feels like kind of misaligned, right? And investing in yourself does not necessarily have to mean going and dropping, you know, $20,000 on a coach or you know, $10,000 cash on a, on a certification. Investing in yourself can also start with the basics, like, you know, working out, like having a membership somewhere, um, you know, even, even lower end, you know, courses or things that can actually help you move the needle forward. I could go down so many rabbit holes, but I'm not going to right now. This is just for you right now to go all in, to launch, to start, to shift, to pivot, to do the freaking thing in your coaching business. Okay. So that's the first little, little section right there. Like either get coached, get the support that you need and or join a certification program. If you're not doing at least one of those things, I highly recommend starting there. Like I said to you, you have options. You don't have to join a coaching certification program. Like get yourself like learning and growing because that's what's really like when you're a coach, like that's what you want to help other people do anyway, regardless of whatever niche you pick. So start there. And then from there, this is, this part's really fun. This part's my jam you're going to have to get out of your own way. Like you're going to have to just do the thing. A lot of things are going to come up for you. A lot of things are going to come up for you. You're going to feel like it quote air quotes right now using air quotes, imposter syndrome, which I believe a huge majority of imposter syndrome is a big fat lie. Uh, Stay tuned for another podcast episode on that one because it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm really excited about it. Anyway, uh, you're gonna think you're you're gonna think you essentially you're gonna think you don't know enough, you're not experienced enough. Uh, you're gonna be you're probably already putting yourself in the online space, and you're seeing people who are um, a year, five years, ten years, twenty years ahead of you, and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even compare. Like, how can I even compete? Right? I have a recent episode about competition. Go check that out. That can support you. That, that's also a big fat lie. <laughs> Um, you're going to want to get like a perfect website and look, look, there's a time and a place. And if you can, if you can, you can go right now and take an hour 
and go like it's very it's much easier now by the way than it was even like three to five years ago to build a website, right? I built websites like five, six years ago that took forever. It was so painful. I cried so many times and I just did the freaking thing though, but now it's way easier. So you got, you've got no excuses, but you don't need a website. You do not need a website. Uh, if you're a service provider, you totally, and you know, if you're a service provider, this, this episode will benefit you too, by the way. Um, in, in some capacity. And I believe too, in, in all, in all businesses, we do some sort of coaching and some level of coaching. That's just a side note, but, um, you're going to get, again, you're going to get caught in comparison. You're going to feel, oh my gosh, this one this is so big time. You're going to be really, really scared about what other people think of you, especially your family and friends, especially if you're growing your business on social media, which a lot of people are. Uh, also I will say side note, you don't have to, uh, you could also leverage social media for local business. Like I know so many people who have have like local in-person coaching businesses that are beautiful and impactful and they make great money. Like you don't have to just be like this, like social media, Instagram famous coach too, by the way, that's another little side note. Uh, I think a lot of people to come into the space and they're like, I want to do this way because this person's so big on Instagram and I'm going to be a big on Instagram and that's how I'm going to build my coaching business. And it's like, that's not like everybody's path. Like it could be if you want it, if it's genuinely aligned, it won't feel like a struggle too, by the way. It won't feel like you won't say, I don't know what to do. You'll just go and do it. Okay. So you're going to also be really, really uh, apprehensive and wondering and like worried about posting like I'm available for this because you have likely in the past judged other people who did that uh, before your journey of waking up to entrepreneurship. You have likely been uh, judgmental about friends and family members that were launching things that you, on a subconscious level, you probably weren't aware of it at the time that you wanted, and you judge them like, who does she think she is? Oh, there she goes again. Look at her trying, and it's not working. Oh, my gosh. Like, what? how embarrassing, right? Uh, and so that's why now when you're, you're on the other side of that, you're worried about what other people are going to say because you have done that yourself to other people. I have. Years like 10 years ago. Don't lie to yourself. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't lie to me right now. But it's, 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 it's all of these things and more. Again, this list is not excuse, ex- exclusive. None of my lists are. There's always more reasons that are going to kind of like pop in that are going to be like, oh, but like I want to start a coaching business, but right? Like whatever you put after the but, add it to that list that I just gave you, right? So this is the part where you get out of your own way. This is the part where you choose to move anyway, to take action anyway, to try anyway, to go for it anyway. This is the part that only you have the control over to do the freaking thing versus staying where you are thinking about doing the thing. So let's get into some tangibility too, right? Like, so now you know, like, okay, I have a lot of the resources that I need. I, it, if you haven't consumed a lot of freebies, a lot of, a lot of are available for you. I don't recommend going and over consuming, but likely you have, uh, some knowledge around like how to do it, but you're still not doing it. That's you in your own way. That's you using all of these reasons and excuses to not just try, to not just go for it, to not just hire someone to help you, to not invest in something, right? That's just your, you're blocking your own success. So now that we know that, we can change the way that we're taking action, change the way that we're showing up for it. In, or instead of not taking action, we can just say like, okay, well, this time I'm going to try. Like, I'm just going to try. Like, what would happen if you just tried? 
you wouldn't be in a place of feeling tortured and like with your feet stuck in the mud, wondering and wishing what it would be like if you tried. You'll actually be trying and you'll be getting feedback from the trying and then you can take your next steps from there. It's a really fun place to be, I promise, guys. Like get out of thinking and spinning and get into action. So from here, I would recommend doing a light amount of ideal client work. So funny side note story. I, uh, we are moving again. We're going back on the road. We're in Texas. We've been here for six months after RV life, which was not for us. And now we're going back out for, to live the travel life for at least the next six months, probably beyond that Airbnb style, much more aligned. I'm super pumped. Anyway, for some reason, I decided to bring all of my old notebooks with me on this journey because we had more space in the RV too. Like I could tuck things away. You know, we didn't have like, we weren't limited to like our car and you know, stuff like that. But so I, for some reason I brought all my notebooks and I, it's so funny because when I started my coaching business, I was doing a lot of ideal client work. And even before I, before I started my coaching business, before I actually hired a coach to help support me for two months and launching my coaching business which within that two months, I had clients, I was getting paid. It was amazing. I was not spinning. I was not thinking I was doing the thing. And I'm so grateful every single day. I'm so grateful for my first coach. Love her so much. Anyway, I'm going through my old notebooks yesterday. This is yesterday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the amount of ideal client work I did back then was crazy from like 20, like very, very early 2018 to pretty much like the whole year, your solid year, maybe a little longer than that too. And the cool thing was though, is that like the ideal client work that I did in the very beginning is still like my ideal client work. And I think there's a place, there's a place where we like take it too far, where we keep doing it, thinking we're going to have a better answer. And the reality of it is, is that's actually not false. Like that's true. Like over time you will have these like one liners that come to you. You're like, whoa, like that lands so much better than what I was saying before. Like, oh my gosh, but it's not going to, it's not going to come to you when you're sitting down doing ideal client work. I just want you to know that. Like it's likely anything is possible, but it's likely not going to come to you when you're like, okay, I'm going to sit down for 20 minutes and I'm going to go through my client avatar and I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm, everything's going to be so perfectly clear. Like that can help you ignite. That can help give you like content ideas. That can help give you like podcast ideas that can help give you ideas for live videos, ideas for posting ideas for starting conversations, whatever. Like it's not like, like I invite you to do that. But I also want to invite you to be open to those moments where it just comes to you because you're taking action when you feel like maybe the ideal client work wasn't 100% perfect yet, but you showed up anyway for it. And then you moved forward and you got more feedback, right? So I want to invite you to do some ideal client work, knowing that it will evolve and also knowing that there's a point where like you're going to want to maybe become a little obsessed with it based on what other people tell you, like nail down your ideal client, nail down your niche, nail down your messaging. Like, I'm not saying that stuff's not helpful. I'm saying for a lot of people, it ends up hurting them. It ends up keeping them in the same place that they are, which is thinking about starting a coaching business and not actually getting coaching clients. So that's not where you want to be or you wouldn't be listening to this. You want to be moving forward, talking to people, getting clients, having people pay you, learning and growing and evolving. So do some ideal client work. I have an ideal client worksheet that's sort of like a accumulation of all of the years that I've done it. Happy to share that if that's something that speaks to you. Um, just send me a message. 
at Rochelle Bohannon on Instagram. Um, you can also email me, Rochelle at RochelleBohannon.com. Um, cause I have something like that that can help you now. And it's, it's not to say that it's like this revolutionary. It's like the one that's going to change the game for you. It's more for you to like spark ideas and to spark thoughts and to spark and to admit things that you want to do and that you want to share and that you want to teach. Like that's what it's for. And that's what, that's what all ideal client work should do for you. It shouldn't like put this like perfect spin on everything for you. It should help to just inspire and ignite things for you so that you can start talking to people because you're going to get so much more information and clarity when you start talking to people. So, and here's the thing that side note thing too, that I really want to, um, insist from my lens but also recognize that some people teach differently and it works differently for some people. And there's nothing wrong with doing it this way. But I personally do not. I like to focus on possibility rather than agitating pain points. A lot of people will tell you to identify all the pain points. And I think you should identify pain points. I don't think that you should skip the pain points because people buy based on feeling, especially women, if you're coaching women, but people buy on feeling people and people want to feel something and that the results are are ultimately going to make them feel things. So we have to go into how are they feeling now, which is in pain, right? So it's not that you don't want to identify them, but I don't, I don't personally like, and I've tried this on, but I've never done a lot of it. Truthfully, like just being really honest, uh, I don't like agitating pain points and, and helping them highlight what they already know to be true about the pain that they're in. Um, and I think people are super hard on themselves already. And I think people are saying a lot of really painful things to themselves already. So I don't want to lead with that. I know some people that that can work for them. And I also know a lot of people that are in integrity in the coaching space that they still lead with pain points, but they do it in a way that's really loving. And there's a way to do it for everybody is what I'm telling you. But I also know a lot of people that come in really aggressively and that think the only way is to like literally make people bleed, (laughs) um, energetically speaking, right? in order for them to buy. And that puts a lot of force and a lot of pressure. And that creates that whole, the feeling that a lot of us have around sales and money and how it feels to invest in things. And I just think the new paradigm is, 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 I think the whole paradigm is shifting. And I, I, for me, it feels better this way. So try this on, but you don't have to like adopt it fully. Like you could just try it on and see what degree of like talking about pain points works for you. Um, I like, I'm going to share a really quick exercise with you too. I like to do, like, like I said, you should, you should identify some of the problems that they're having. And I like to think about too, like, not just like the overarching problem, right? Like they're not, let's, for example, let's just say, um, you, that they are, um, not in the financial like state that they want. Like their finances are not where they want to be. They struggle with money, right? They're like money is stressful for them, right? Like that's an overarching pain point. And that's not wrong and that's not bad. And you can have, if that's all you got, like throw, like throw that down, like, cause you can get more from that. But for me too, I like to identify the moments that are happening in their day or in their week where this is this problem, this overarching energetic problem is really magnified. So for example, if you're have, if, if, if your ideal client is struggling with money, is having a hard time making enough money, their financial situation is just like stressful for them. Um, an example of a moment would be like checking your bank account. Like you check your bank account and you feel like shit. That's a moment, right? Uh, but start where you start with what you've got. Like start where you're at. Like I'm just trying to give you an example of, of things that I've done over the years that have worked really well for me and that have helped me really, really support people. Um, and so the exercise that I want to share with you is um, identifying the problems and identifying some of those moments that really, really sh- like showcase that problem that people are experiencing consistently. 
And then I want to, I want to like go like first column is the problem. And then next column is the benefit. So you just draw an arrow to the benefit of that problem of, of the benefit of solving that problem. Sorry. The benefit of solving that problem. And then what's the benefit of that benefit? Like, this is a really fun way to kind of like get your brain thinking about like, this is like a great way to think of content ideas, things to talk about, questions to ask people, like, what's the problem? What's the benefit of solving that problem? And what's the benefit of that benefit? And you're going to be like, the first time I ever did this exercise, I was like, huh? But it's actually really, really fun. And you might not be able to go super deep with all the problems, right? But you might get a couple that actually create a different perspective and allow you to have fresh conversations and then allow you to talk to people and then allow you to share your offers with people and then allow people to hire you. It's a really fun game. Promise. So another thing too is that people hire coaches because they want results. Totally. A hundred percent. Like we all want, we all want to have something. We all want change and the results create the change, right? But more than that, People hire coaches because they want to be seen. They want their desires to be seen, to be validated, to become possible, to be, uh, I said validated, to just become reality, right? They want to be supported. They don't want to do this alone. Whatever kind of coach you are, whatever kind of transformation you want to facilitate, whatever thing you want to help people do in their lives, they don't want to do it alone. And that's why they hire people to help them not do it alone. That's why they hire coaches. So see them. You want to work with people. You want people to hire you. Start seeing people. Start really, truly seeing people. Like start actually seeing the human and the emotion and validating the feelings that they're having, where they're at now and where they want to be. I think so often too, people want to just start this like flashy coaching business and they, they don't, they don't really want to do that. Like you're deeper than that. If you're listening to this podcast, you're deeper than that. You're, I don't want to say you're better than that, but you know what I mean? You catch my drift. Like you're not here because you want to have this like flashy business and this like whatever, you know, like I'm doing this and look how amazing I am. However, we get caught up in the online space and we see a lot of people bragging a lot about a lot of really amazing things, actually. Like it's not, not to say that people shouldn't be bragging about their successes or about how their businesses are blowing up or how they're, you know, helping people create these like radical, incredible results in their lives and their health and their, in their, in their bank accounts and their, in their relationships, right? Like I believe in bragging for sure. And then we're like, okay, well, I got to do it because I want to brag about it. But if you're skipping the part where you see people and where you essentially just love on them. And by the way, you can be like a badass kick-ass coach that I don't even want to say challenges people, that helps people move out of their comfort zones. And I don't even like to say like, I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone. Like that's super masculine and aggressive. And look, nobody really wants to be pushed out of their comfort zone. They want somebody to take their freaking hand and say, look, we're in your comfort zone right now. I want to walk out here to this new land of XYZ with you. Let's go. That's what they want. But we get caught up in the flashiness and we forget the humanness of it. So remember the humanness, see your people, see your network, right? So from here, if you want to coach, if you want to have a business where people pay you, we have to make it known that you're available for that. You have to make offers to people. 
And you might have heard this before, like make offers to people, make offers. Like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Um, a lot of you are going to do, you're going to do this differently. It depends on a lot of factors. It depends on a lot of things. I cannot sit here and say, you got to do this, 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 and then this is how you make an offer, right? It's going to be very individual and very unique to you, which is that that's the way I coach, by the way, whether you're a one-to-one client or whether you join a program of mine, um, I don't tell you that you got to do X, Y, Z. I've already said that before, but just to reiterate, um, a lot of factors and variables come into play, uh, like, you know, your, just your soul, right? Like first and foremost, um, your past experiences will come into play. Your human design might come into play. Um, your current season of motherhood will come into play. A lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of things. Side note, this is why I don't teach any of that stuff and I love all of it, but it's a very individual, unique process that requires you to do the work to understand your true North. Uh, and that's also what I help people with too. Anyway, I like to suggest though that you, 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 you create this foundational framework. I'm not framework. See, I don't even like framework. I don't even know why I said framework. I want you to create a foundational strategy for yourself based on a couple of things that I'm going to suggest to you right now. And the first thing is offering value, offering value. Now, I recommend people do two things. You don't have to do them at the same time. I recommend starting with one and then moving into the other. But I always recommend having conversations with people. But a conversation is like this too, like having a podcast, right? Having a a YouTube channel, having a Facebook group, right? So you got two options, right? You can create a platform that attracts people to you, like blog, a blog even, right? And you can also start actively reaching out to connect with people, right? Again, though, the strategies that you use and the platforms that you end up using are going to be dependent on all of your variables, all of your things, right? Uh, For example, having a YouTube channel might not be the best idea for a mom of five kids who, you know, has a very hard time creating space in in getting a setup that is at least a little bit visually appealing as far as like catching somebody's attention uh, on a video on YouTube, right? Side note, that's why I have a podcast. I'm recording this in my car right now after a workout. It's what works for me right now in this season of life. Do I love to do videos? Sometimes, but I know for sure I can consistently show up for a podcast episode because it just works for me. And it also works for my energy type and my human design and all these other things and all these other variables. And it actually just works. If I were to strip it down and say, like, what do you like to do? I just like to talk. I like to share. And this is the best vehicle for me to do that, right? So I recommend creating a platform that attracts people to you. I've given you a couple suggestions. There are also obviously more, right? Create a platform. Another side note, too. Like, I feel like I've said side note 47 times. But so many people want to start a podcast and they're not doing it. It's very very available method of creating a space that you can actually then go into part two of this and say, I want to network with people, expanding your network. And you can say, Hey, I have a podcast episode on that. Check this out. Or I have, if you want to do videos, I have a video on this here. Check this out. I have a, a blog post on this. Check this out. It helps to, it helps to do like you could utilize networking with people, connecting with people, whether it be on Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever. It gives it this ability of you to like direct people to your authority platform, like a platform that you have, that you show up, that you um, step out and stand out as a leader in as far as a coach goes, right? So it can help you when you are then networking. So this is why it can become very simultaneous. When you are networking with people, 
you can like easily, it's not super, because a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, it's so exhausting to network. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Like if you don't want to network and you want to build a business, I'm just, you can't, I'm not going to say you can't do it, but like, it's just going to be a lot harder for you. A lot of really amazing things will come from networking and not just clients. Referrals will come from networking, right? Collaborations will come from networking, people recommending you. Um, that's a referral, I guess, but like people recommending your, you know, podcast or your Facebook group or whatever you have, right? Or just like your, like your post that you did that was like so like amazing for that person. Like, I got to share this with people. More people need to hear this, right? Do not underestimate the power of networking. And I know people are like, well, it's, it's time consuming. It's energetically draining, right? It's not as energetically draining when you have something to reference to send to people. And it's also not energetically draining if you do it in very small bursts of time, right? So, and over time, the idea is, is that your platform ends up attracting more than you are networking. But I, I still think that everybody should be networking in a way that's aligned for them, whether it's in, per it could be in-person stuff. You don't have to go on, on Facebook every day and like spend 15 minutes um, talking in a Facebook group. You can actually like go to local events. You can go do things. You can go going to work out. That's networking too. You, you have no idea where your next client's going to come from. You have no idea. Like just put yourself out there in your community, whether it's online or in person. Okay. Um, so offering value, uh, doing this in a way that also attracts and that where you're also like not hunting, but you're also like putting yourself out there and saying, Hey, I do this. Like, oh my gosh, like I would give this, this, this advice to you or, oh, this is something my, you know, my clients struggle with, or like it's, it's, it's having conversations. Like networking is just having conversations, not from a place of like, um, fishing, right? But from just connecting and chiming in and like talking to people and seeing people like I just talked about and sharing powerful opinions you have, like sharing stuff that matters, that you think matters, that you know your your people are going to be down with, right? So from there, once you're like, okay, I'm going to offer value, I'm going to do it in this way and this, I'm going to try this on. Here's the thing too. The way you offer value can change and evolve. Did you know that? I hope you know that because if you want to pick, I'm going to do this and you do it for, uh, you know, give yourself like, I'm going to try this on for X, Y, Z amount of time and you do it and you actually commit consistently to it. And then it doesn't feel aligned for you. You always have permission to pivot. You always have permission to change it. A lot of people don't know that. And a lot of people also know that, but they don't want to believe it. You have to know and believe that. And you have to give yourself permission to evolve and to pivot and to burn things down if you need to. A lot of people just get, and then pizza and then people, uh, you know, maybe get clients and then they like, don't like the way they're getting clients. And then they don't get more clients because it's not in alignment anymore. Cause they're not giving themselves permission to pivot. So allow that to evolve in whatever way it should and in whatever way it's meant to for you. And I want you, like I said before, to commit to this consistently and simply like make it a simple thing for you. Like don't show up on 47 platforms and thinking that you're not going to get burnt out, especially if you're listening to this podcast, you're a mom probably, or you're a woman and it's, you're just like, you don't want to be in 47 places. Like you just want to like allow things to flow in your life. You want to like show up for it, but you also want it to feel really, really amazing for the most part. It's not going to be a hundred percent of the time. That's going to be sunshine and rainbows, but you know what I mean? Like you want this to like be the thing and you want to like feel confident and feel good about it. And you want to show up for it, but you got to show up for it. So you got to like commit and give yourself like, I'm going to do this for two months and then I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to get the feedback. I'm going to adjust and tweak and I'm going to do more of what works and what feels right. And I'm going to stop doing things that feel awful. And I'm going to, I'm going to consistently do this, right? 
Um, and then from there, like I said before, you got to make offers to people. You have to say, Hey, I'm available for this. A lot of people want to post inspirational content all the time, but they're scared to say, Hey, do you want to pay me for this? And I'm not saying that that's what you should say when you're in your post or when you're talking or when you're like networking. I'm not saying you should say that, but essentially people are just scared to say, Hey, like I do this. I have this business. I can help you. Do you want to talk about what that looks like? So you have to commit to making offers and you have to make offers in a way that feels right for you. You have to start playing around with how you want to word things. You have to start playing around with what you're going to say. You have to start playing around with, um, you have to start understanding yourself better, right? Understanding your energetic makeup and the way that you do things and how you, um, how you make offers to people is really important because not everybody's supposed to make offers to people in the same way. And a lot of people are coming in and, and, and telling you that you got to make offers in this way and you got to say it this way and you got to be super aggressive or you got to be this way. And it's like, that's not aligned for everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody's got a different, unique makeup and we have to honor that when we're making making offers. Otherwise it's going to feel so painful and it's going to, it's going to suck and you're not going to want to do it. And then you're going to be like, well, I don't have clients. And it's no wonder you don't have clients because you're not making offers in the right way. So I recommend if you want to start a coaching business and get into coaching, you can do one of two things. And also you could do four five and six things. There, there could be, there's other, there are other options too. If we were like in Voxer right now, if you were a client, I'd be jamming out with you and we'd be brainstorming about different ideas, but I'm just going to give you two right now, getting on calls with people. Um, and here's the thing. They, they don't have to be video calls. I always did video calls. And honestly, I, I actually always really loved calls. Um, my discovery calls were wait an hour long in the beginning. You guys, I do not recommend an hour for anybody. I don't care if you've never had a client, like you don't need an hour. Like if you need an hour, like unless you really want to. But here's the thing. It's okay. It's like, I may be wrong for you. I might be wrong. You might want an hour. You might want to, you might want to do it for the first five people just to practice. And that's perfect too. Right. Um, but you could just do regular calls too. Uh, my husband does that. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, like you're so much smarter than me. <laughs> you're so much smarter than I was. And he's like, yeah, you don't really need video, but I personally like video. So that's the way I did it. And that's the way I chose to do it. It was aligned for me. But if I were going to do that all over again, I probably wouldn't do video. So you got to just like, think about what's actually like going to work for you. Like what's actually going to work for you, what you can get behind, what you can get down with. And you just got to run with it. Um, but you don't have to get on calls. I think a lot of people are teaching discovery calls and I think, I think discovery calls are great and I highly recommend them if you have that available to you. Um, but then that can also feel very overwhelming schedule wise. If you've got like trying to figure out discovery calls and trying to figure out when it's all going to happen. Um, but you can, you can say, I'm going to do discovery calls on one day of the week and you could just do it. Like you could just show up for it. Like you could just show up for it and try it on, see if it works. Uh, but you can also get, um, creative in, in as far as like using voice messaging, like voice messaging is, is not exactly like a discovery call. It's not exactly like a call. However, it does offer both parties uh, the ability to be flexible with their interaction back and forth. It might also help you um, in the beginning, especially become a little bit more confident in how you're pitching because you can like kind of think about it in your head and then you can say it versus being on the spot from a confidence standpoint. However, I think that... Um, uh, calls offer you the ability to just be in the fire and do the freaking thing and just maybe stumble through it. Like, and then also learn and grow from that too. So there's no right way or wrong way to do it. 
But I, my advice to you would be to get on calls or get into the DMs and don't just type in the DMs, like actually voice message, like actually like, you know, in the beginning, maybe you're going to type a couple things and you're gonna be like, Hey, I'm going to send you a quick voice message. And then you can send them a quick voice message about what you do and how you do it. And you could just start like talking to people, like talk to people. Oh my gosh. So this is how, this is a rundown. It's not the rundown of how you get clients. I hope all of this information was helpful to you. This is how you make money. This is how you get people to pay you to help them do the thing in their life. Um, it's it's actually very simple. Like I know I teach from a lot of different lenses and angles, so it might seem like there's more steps. But if you go back and listen, it's very very simple. Offering value, committing consistently, just showing up for it, and making offers. And once you've laid the foundation before that of like, I'm going to get support, I'm going to get coached, I'm going to invest in myself, I'm going to create more credibility for myself, I'm going to really just like, let's go, right? When you pair that foundation with those three simple things, you will get clients, like you will, but you have to make getting clients like successfully, like your only option. Like you have to make success your only option, not from a place of aggression. Like I'm going to do it. I'm going to force people and I'm going to convince people. Another side note, you do not have to convince people to work with you. You should not be convincing people to work with you. Again, there's a very fine line between convincing and helping them work through their own stuff so that they can see that hiring you is beneficial. And again, we are all different, especially when you're looking through a lens of human design, which I don't teach. And I don't, I actually don't even fully live by human design. I think even within human design, we can be individual and unique and we have to allow ourselves to be, but there are different ways to help support people in saying yes to themselves. And everybody's got a bit of a different, uh, secret sauce that they should be allowing to fuel them when they're talking about, you know, objections that people have, the objection thing. And we could do a whole nother podcast episode about objections. I totally will, because that'd be really fun. Maybe this will be like a series, a coaching series, but so that's just, I just want to invite you to not think that you have to convince people or force people to say yes. For everybody that says no, there is another person that is ready. And you have to believe that, that people are ready to pay you. Like, And you have to also, the people that you compare yourself to, if you're going to go down a comparison spiral, if you're going to get super triggered and it's going to take your energy out, unfollow people, mute people, whatever you have to do, protect your energy. And also allow yourself to say like, well, look, look at how many people are doing the freaking thing or doing the energy of the thing. Maybe they're not doing it in the exact same way. They're doing the energy of the thing. It's possible. It's possible for you. People want to pay. People want to pay to get support. People want to pay to change their lives. And that's what coaching can help you do. People want to pay you, but you have to allow yourself to put yourself in that frequency of I'm a coach and people are paying me and I'm doing the thing and I'm being seen and I'm showing up and I'm less scared about what other people think. And I'm more scared about what happens if I still am not doing this in two months, six months, two years. If I stay right here, I'm more scared of staying right here than I am of moving forward and having people talk shit on me potentially. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes you're just like, you're, you're thinking that they're talking shit about you, but they're not. They're like, actually like they don't care at all. And, and, and honestly, sometimes people are just jerks and they do, and they're judgy and you have to protect your energy there too. So, um, you got to start working with people though. Like that's the thing about coaching is like, you have to start 
working with people to absolutely like refine and to know and like you'll start working with one person and then you'll talk about, you know, three things in the first week and you'll be like, oh my gosh, three really great pieces of content, three really great conversations to start, right? When you're thinking about the value that you're offering and it will help you. It's not going to be getting your first client, like it's not going to be as hard to get your second client or to help sign, you know, your next, it's, it's, it's this, it, it's a, it's an evolutionary process that can only create, um, momentum for lack of a better term that can only create movement though. When you start working with people, um, thinking you have to have it all nailed down is a lie. You don't, you have to be an integrity and you have to be, you know, don't start making promises that you can help people do things that you've never done, that you've, you, you, that you have no idea about just because it sounds sexy, right? Like you got to be an integrity, but you don't have to have it all nailed down. You don't have to have a perfect five-step process. In fact, I was most unhappy in my coaching business when I said, oh, we're going to do this week one and we're going to go do this week two. And then week three, we're going to do this. And week four, we're going to do this. Now, it doesn't mean that like step one, two, three, four, five, whatever wasn't helpful or couldn't be helpful. Or it doesn't mean that I actually didn't use it with people. I did sometimes, but not everybody needed that. There's, there was no one size fits all. So allow yourself to just start working with people. Um, also, ooh, this is a fun one. Thinking that you won't mess up is a lie. Like you're going to quote air quotes again. You're going to mess up. Like you're going to stumble. You're going to stutter. You're going to be like, people are going to ask you a question. You're going to be like, I actually have no freaking idea. Like, that's okay. That You can still help people and not be perfect. You can still help people and um, mess up. You have to be an integrity. You have to admit when you're wrong or when you're, you know, whatever. But like thinking that you're going to be this, like putting yourself on this pedestal and being this like perfect coach for right out the gate is really freaking stupid. Like, can we just be real? And I, I did that too. I wasn't super aware of it at the time, but like I wanted to have everything like you know, on the front to like, look, look a certain way. I wanted to talk a certain way. And like, it doesn't mean that I didn't, you know, I wasn't amazing in some moments, but there were definitely moments where I was like, uh, like clients would tell me things or on discovery calls, they'd tell me things. And I would be like, I have no freaking idea. Like, wow, this is actually like really overwhelming, right? Like, who, what do I even, like, what do I even say? Like, there's going to be times when you're on a call with somebody and you're not going to know what the hell to say. You got to start working with people though to help equip you better to handle those moments and to them and to then allow your knowledge and your expertise and your experience to become leveraged for their growth, to help them grow. Thinking that you'll be the best coach, right? Like right out the gate, like you'll be like the best version of you right out the gate is stupid and it's a lie. And I just want to, I want you to take the pressure off of yourself to be that person because that's not the point. That's not the freaking point. So start now, start talking to people now, get feedback and just to touch in to kind of like bring it all home. The lines, like I mentioned before, the lines have been really blurred between coaching and consulting. A lot of consultants are marketing themselves as coaches and a lot of coaches are marketing themselves as consultants. Uh, you know, business strategy is one of those things and the lines are blurry and I don't even think that they're is or should be a way to clear all that up. Like, I don't think that's the point because I think everybody needs a, at any given time, everybody needs a, um, a different ratio of strategy and energetic work and mindset work and, um, 
coaching to move. They might even be physically moving. A lot of times, like the business strategy you need, by the way, is like nothing to do with your mindset or your actual strategy. And it has everything to do with like your physical body. Just a side note. Uh, that's another conversation for another episode, but like, there's so many different ratios that anybody needs at any given day, moment, week, month, year. Right. And so, um, but what's happening, I think, and what I see is that people's expectations are off. So the more clear that you can be when you're saying, I can help you with X, Y, Z, the more clear you can be with that, the more confident you're going to be in making an offer. So I just wanted to highlight that. Like a lot of people hire a coach because they want a perfect strategy. And that's not the point. That's so not the point. And, the, you know, the opposite happens too. Like a lot of people hire coaches um, just for like mindset work, but they also actually need somebody that will say like, well, maybe we could try this, this, or this. Like, which one do you think is, is, is more aligned for you right now? Or like, I got two options that are coming to me, like, which might feel better for you, right? Like there is, there is so, it's so blurry. And like I said, I don't even think that there's like a fix for it or there should be a fix for it. It's just about discernment. It's about recognizing the expectations of both parties and making sure that the expectations are clear. And again, you're not going to, you're not going to have this perfectly right out the gate. Like you're going to mess up. There's going to be things in the contract that get missed and you're like, oh, why didn't I put that in there? Right. Up, oh, got to add that in there for the next client. Right. Because, you know, so-and-so expected me to get back to her within two hours. And that was, that's not realistic for me. Right. Like you're going to learn and you're going to grow and you're going to set boundaries, um, more strongly over time, but just, it, it could help you as far as confidence goes in like, what's the transformation that I help facilitate. If understanding that both parties are aware of the expectations on both ends, that can create more space for actual transformation and less friction in like, well, I'm not getting what I need. And why is this not happening for me? Right. So Coaching though really is about guiding people, which even like, so that's why I say like, even if you're going to give strategy when you're coaching, if that's what you want to do, if that's aligned for you to fuse that into your business, if you're going to give suggestions or strategies, uh, I want to tell you that it's a really good idea to give people options to help them discern between, you know, option A, B and C and what feels right for them and help make, help them make decisions about strategy, not based on things that have worked for you or things that have worked for other people that you know, like based on things that are actually aligned for them. So there are suggestions to be made, um, but it's all individual. It has to be individual. And making sure that you stay in integrity, that you're not copying other people's stuff, that you're not being too inspired by other people's stuff, that it just ends up sounding like them. And then you're like, you lost your voice. And then you're wondering why people aren't hiring you. It's because you're not you. Like, we got to be you here, right? Um, I hope this was all helpful for you. I hope this was all helpful. There's more. I'm sure I could jam for longer and uh, I'm sure I will. I have a couple of great ideas for um, little spin, spin-off episodes um, just in and around this topic because I know a lot of you want to start coaching businesses or you want to like make this real. Like you want to really do this. And I want to tell you that you can. And it's, it's you know, it's so cliche. Like you're making it harder than it needs to be. Like you've got to get into movement. You've got to do the things. You've got to show up for it. Um, you know, do it messy is also very cliche, but it's real. Like, just go, like, let's just go. Right. Um, if this is helpful for you, will you tag me on Instagram? Screenshot to shot this episode and tag me at Rochelle Bohannon. Uh, and also if you need help with this, if this was valuable to you and you're like, this is speaking to me, I feel like I'm going to do the thing. I would love for you to send me an email 
or a DM on Instagram at Rochelle Bohannon or an email, Rochelle at RochelleBohannon.com. I'll put all the links for that in the show notes. Send me an email um, talking about your commitment and how you're like really ready to freaking do this. And I am putting together something behind the scenes uh, to support you in this. So if that speaks to you, even at all, if you're just a little bit curious and if you want to just like declare that you're like going for this, I am here to cheer you on and support you and help you do the damn thing. I love you so much. Yes, you can, as always. Everything I teach to you is through a filter of yes, you can. You've got this, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope that this message was exactly what you needed and helps you take inspired, aligned action toward everything that you dream about. If you loved it, do me a favor and hop over to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And if you know of anybody else who would dig this episode too, will you share it? The more people who ignite their lives with us, the better. Also, if you're craving more energy and connection, come hang out with us on Facebook. Search Manifest Like a Mother and join us as we support each other on this incredible journey. And finally, if you're wanting to know more about what it looks and feels like to work with me, head to rochellebohannon.com forward slash manifest like a mother and jump into the program that will catapult your growth and help you take your life and business to an incredible next level. And do yourself a favor, mama. Give yourself a little dance party while the song plays out. I promise it'll help you integrate all that you received today. Love you. See you next time.